there. You are listening to the Love and Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Johnson, and I am on this earth to help you recover emotionally, physically, and spiritually from miscarriage. It's definitely my calling. It wasn't all that long ago that I too suffered three miscarriages of my own and six years of infertility. And I really know how painful and lonely the journey can be. Over those six years, I developed some really solid tools for releasing the emotional pain of loss and for truly healing from the inside out. And I'm here to share them all with you so that you can feel like yourself again. So if you've had a miscarriage or experienced the loss that infertility brings, because there is a loss there too, you are in the right place. And I'm so grateful that you're taking the first step toward healing by joining me today. Let's get started. Hey there, welcome to today's episode. We are on episode number 21 and today I'm sharing with you three secrets that I've been afraid to tell you five years after my last miscarriage. I've been afraid of what you might think, of course, but these things have been weighing heavily on my mind because they have just been itching to get out. That itch is my intuition, of course, or if you prefer my higher self, maybe you like to call that God or the universe, regardless of what you want to name it. Sometimes the very thing that you are most afraid to tell is exactly what you need to find the courage to say. And it's because there's someone out there who needs to hear it. So if that's you, stay tuned. So I'm going all out today. It's actually not just one thing I need to share with you. It's three. So the first thing that I want to share with you is that I've been afraid to tell you that I'm still childless. And some of you probably already know this, but I didn't want to broadcast it or talk about it in my business for a number of reasons. First of all, because you might not want to listen to what I have to say about healing from a miscarriage and or infertility if you find out that I never got to the end goal. Or... Maybe I'm afraid because you think you might think that I'm past it all, that I can no longer empathize with you wanting children so badly because I'm, I've made the decision not to have children and we're, we're now past that. I was afraid to tell you because you might wonder how what I teach prepares you for your next pregnancy when I never got to carry to term. And I was also afraid to tell you because you might pity me. I never got my, my rainbow baby. But I do want you to know that my husband and I decided not to have children in the end. And not because we decided we didn't want children. I want to tell you this because I want you to know that it's okay to decide not to have children or to not to have more children if you already have one or more. Society will have you believe that having, having children is the only normal way forward. And if you have one, it'll have you believe that you should have more. And if you have four 
or heaven forbid, five or more, they'll tell you you're crazy. It took me a long time to realize that I don't have to do what society tells me to do. And I don't have to listen to what society has to say about my my own situation. So I eventually stopped listening to everyone else. I stopped worrying about how I was going to fit into the world without kids. And my husband and I started to realize that we could actually create a life we love without kids. I'm going to actually tell you more about my unconventional life in the next episode. So, and how I actually made that happen. So come back next week for that. It'll be episode number 22. So the second thing that I have been afraid to tell you is that sometimes I regret not moving forward with IVF. Let me give you a bit of the backstory. We were at the point where the doctor was recommending using a donor egg. We had already tried several rounds of IUI, intrauterine insemination, and all of them failed. And by the time we realized that, that IVF was the only route or the really, that's what doctors were saying at least, I was getting too old to, to really stimulate enough eggs. Um, and they were concerned about, about me being able to, to create viable eggs. So they recommended donor eggs and And we made a decision not to move forward and we struggled with that. It was expensive, so expensive. And that was one reason we didn't move forward. And because of that, I was afraid that, you know, telling you about this, you would think that I, that a baby wasn't worth 50 K to me, that a little person just didn't mean that much to me. And that's going to make me a bad person. But of course it doesn't. And I was also afraid that you would think that I didn't try hard enough. And that's exactly how I feel sometimes. That maybe I didn't try hard enough. And that's what makes me sometimes regret not moving forward with IVF. We Maybe we, we could have come up with the money. I could have convinced my lukewarm husband if I really took a stand and showed him that I wanted it. And yet I didn't, we didn't, but regardless of my fears about what you might think of me, I also want you to know that it can get to be too much. And that's the stage that I was at, at that point where we needed to make a decision on, on moving forward with IVF. I had already gone through so many needles and ultrasounds and doctor's appointments for my three miscarriages. And then I did it all over again for fertility treatments, spent hours in the car going to doctor's appointments that were more than an hour away, the early morning ultrasounds, the blood work and the constant decision-making. I was tired. I was tired of it all. And I want you to know that it's okay to admit that. It's okay to be tired of it all. It's okay to give up. So that was the second thing that I wanted to share with you. 
The third thing that I want to share is that I was afraid to tell you is that five years after my third miscarriage and it's now, I guess, two, almost three years after we made the decision to not move forward with IVF. I was afraid to tell you that it still hurts sometimes. 98% of the time I feel good, but after five years and so much healing work, I still sometimes feel sad. I still sometimes wonder what my life would be like if I had my babies alive with me. They would now be seven, five, and four. And I still sometimes feel that emptiness. I'm still sometimes triggered by a birth announcement or a mom complaining about motherhood. And I've been afraid to tell you all this in fear that you might give up hope or that you might not believe that what I teach actually works. And what I want to tell you is that it does. Each time I feel that grief creeping back in, I know exactly how to, how to lean into it, how to figure out the root cause of the feeling, the emotion, or the trigger, and then I have the tools to heal it. I've had to figure out all of those tools and how to use them myself to sort of piece together what I learned in therapy, in my spiritual courses, my programs, through my research, and trial and error with myself. And that took time, but I've chosen all the best pieces and woven them together into a program that is going to help you heal so much faster than I did. I'll leave it. I'll leave you with a link to my program in the case that you're ready to dive in. And I hope you are. You can find it at sherryjohnson.ca slash 21. This is episode number 21. And I'll drop the link into the show notes at that link, sherryjohnson.ca slash 21. And if you're not quite ready and you want to get your feet wet first, I would encourage you to download one of my free meditations or my guide to letting go of triggers. And I'll drop those links also into the show notes. Or the last thing that you could try is just checking out my private Facebook group where you'll find a community of women who have all been through a miscarriage as well. And that's where I share lots of little tips and tip and, and tricks on how you can start your own healing, some of the things that I did. And that is over at facebook.com slash group slash miscarriage love and loss. And I'll drop that link into the show notes as well. So all of those links, once again, you can find at sherryjohnson.ca slash 21. And next week, as I mentioned before, I'll be back with another episode on how I built my unconventional life and tips for you for how you can build your own unconventional life and it'll be a life you love. So come back next week, same time, same place, and I'll see you then. Until next week. Before you head out, I would be forever grateful if you left me a review on iTunes as that's going to help other women who are suffering from miscarriage or infertility to find this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode for you. In the meantime, make it a week of nurturing and healing for yourself. Bye for now.